0: Hi, everybody. I'm Debbie Montgomery Johnson, founder of the nonprofit The Woman Behind the Smile, and your host of Stand Up and Speak Up, a show that is about each and every one of us. Many of us have something, something we're hiding, something we're ashamed of, something not through no fault of our own or through our own making we keep hidden, and that in turn keeps us hidden from each other and the world. Good people go through terrible situations. Wise people know when and how to let it go. Everything that happens to us helps us grow, and while it may be hard to see it right away, the most important thing to do is to change your perception about your circumstances. Regardless of what your personal experiences or traumas have been, this showcase series is designed to ignite the light in you, as well as providing safe harbor, education, personal growth, and resources so that no matter where you are on your journey, you'll have the courage to move on when you're ready. Stand Up and Speak Up features ordinary people who've been through extraordinary situations, and struggles, and found the courage to step out from behind their smiles and speak up about their experiences, and the lessons gleaned from those experiences. Everybody heals at a different pace, and we recognize that. So come on in, have a listen, and enjoy the ride at your own speed. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are today. It is a beautiful day in paradise, and again, I'd love to say that to my Canadian friends because in Florida today, it is sunny and gorgeous. So welcome, everybody, to another Stand Up and seek Up show Today I'm really excited because we talk about going on a journey and my friend and guest today is going to take you on your own giant journey through her life and through what she's doing today. Sprite Luriana is a force to be reckoned with and I'm so excited that she's visiting with me today from Ecuador. So Miss Sprite, are you there? I am here. Ecuador says hello. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. A bright and early morning for our awakening giant in Ecuador. So, Sprite, thank you so much for being here. You and I have spoken in the past, and gotta kind of fill in everybody on how you and I met because it's been a couple of years now, and uh, it all came from saying yes, me saying yes, to Trish Carr and Women's Prosperity Network. And Trish and I had gone out to California for the women's the California Women's Conference which I had become a speaker in their speak off. And Trish later on said, "You know what? I'm doing this thing called changing change makers, change makers." And she goes, "I'm going to San Diego, you want to go?" I'm thinking, "Well, why not?" And that's when I first got introduced to you. So Miss Bright, tell me, who you are I mean I could give your bio everybody go to LinkedIn and look up Sprite S-P-R-Y-T-E Laureano and she's a visionary humanitarian executive producer creator now of Awakening Giants creative mystics soul I love this one soulmate to Barnaby or Bubby (laughs) obsessed with high vibrational living she's an amazing woman that has done so many things and bios you know I think when I hear a bio my own bio I'm thinking well that's not really me and it is, but the real you, I want to hear who the real Sprite is. So tell me, in your own words, who's Sprite, Laureano? <laughs> wow, that's a good
1: question. So I am a lover of God. I'm a lover of God, the creative, infinite, um, beloved father, and um, this amazing universe and nature. I am. Um, I am somebody who is just super passionate about seeing uh, humanity awaken to its full potential. I have been on this incredible path of awakening as long as I can remember, since I was a little girl seeing angels at my bed, um, seeing flits of light and realizing, hmm, there's just something more than (laughs) what everyone seems to be talking about. There seems to be this, incredible other universe and um, that is enfolded with the physical that we can see and this holographic universe. So I am a student of life. I'm a student of the mystical and I am just a lover of uh, seeing our greatest potential um, happen. And And I, you know, and I, you mentioned humanitarian. I'm mostly known as a humanitarian. It's been my work mostly for the last about 15 years, and for for me, that is just it's a gift. I mean, it's just an absolute gift to be able to um, to serve others and be taught through helping others and um, taught about my own. My own shortcomings, my own um, my own ways that I get to grow and stretch and learn and be all that I can be. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Well, and I know, <laughs> I know you, and I I see those all the time. Where did where did you grow up, Sprite? Were you, you were here in the states?
1: Yeah, so I I'm from Milwaukee originally, and um, moved. When I was eighteen, went to California. That was my dream. I was in California for twenty years. Um, I, I've lived a lot of places, and um, I've lived, you know, kind of all over the U.S. And then, and then I moved to Africa, <laughs> and now I'm uh, here in Ecuador. So um, yeah, I I love experiencing new places new people and cultures and learning as much as I can um, about life.
0: Did you get that from your folks or did that it had, just has come around over the years?
1: No, I did not get that from my folks. Um, well, I guess a part of it, let me take that back. Um, part of it, yes, I, um, I think I have a wanderlust because I was raised by a single mom uh who raised six of us. I was the baby, and she always had to move us a lot to keep finding jobs that paid her more money. And so I moved every year or every two years my entire life until I was in high school. And then um and then she, she was able to keep me, you know, in one place for high school, which was great. So I think that was kind of ingrained in me early on, actually, just, you know, to, to just be moving around and meeting new people. Um, I had to, out of you know, necessity, meet new people and make new friends. And so that, that taught me something.
0: When my kids were little and we traveled, we moved 11 times in 10 years. And I remember Mm -hmm. the one thing I wanted to do was to paint a room something other than white when I finally got a house Mm -hmm. because it meant I wasn't going to be moving. And it was good for the kids because, like you said, you were able to make new friends, but there was no roots. And I don't know, did you trust your mom at that point? Did she make it an adventure or was it? not a good thing.
1: <laughs> no, it was at the time I didn't like it. At the time I fought it. Every single time we had to move, I would kick and scream and cry and no, I don't want to move, you know, and, um, and then, you know, you just, you deal with it and it's, it's fine. And um, then sometimes it's not fine. I mean, I, in eighth grade, it wasn't fine. I had a, a new school during, you know, that a really critical year, right eighth grade is like thirteen mm-hmm. fourteen, and it was I had a horrible year like it was it was the it was the first and I have to say it wasn't the last time that I um, thought about committing suicide mm-hmm. because it was so horrible and i and I ended up not having any friends and so yeah, so I think um it actually taught me. So much about my resilience and um my ability to just keep moving on and not giving up and those are those are qualities that i um am proud of that I have today, but those were forged in me for sure.
0: And you went on to great things. You went on to university and did your valedictorian from a school. And you were awarded, i are reading here on your on your LinkedIn profile, that you were awarded the Small Press Publisher of the Year for Niche Marketing Talent. I mean, you were living large.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I've always, so I'm an, I'm an overachiever. And um, <laughs> that's, you know, I mean, overachieving usually comes from someone who actually has a low self-esteem and um you know it's I was trained as an emotional trauma therapist um because of diving into my own personal development spiritual development discovering you know needing to discover you know the the parts of me that led me down roads that were really challenging and difficult and that's where i discovered that i'm like oh i always used to thought that think that overachieving thing was was, you know, a, um, a good thing. And then I realized, oh, it's actually covering up your low self-esteem sprite. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But the good news is, is that once we recognize those traits in ourselves, then, you know, we can, we can do something about it. Overachieving is something that um, I have, it, it's been my life Long <laughs> lesson, and um, and there's you know there's good good things that come from it. I've created a lot of impact, and I've also had a lot of hardships because of it.
0: Well, the impact is because you think you think big, you you, I mean, you think really big, and and encourage other folks to do that. I mean, I know when when I was with you guys, I was in awe of the incredible people that I was surrounded with. And you and Robin were you know, were leading this group. Let's go one thing. We're going to go up to California. So visualize our San Diego adventure up on the mountaintop at the challenge course. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What was your greatest challenge up out of that? And greatest joy, if you had one greatest
1: challenge and greatest joy, well, the greatest joy is the easier one for me so i'll <clears throat> I'll say that one first, so <laughs> the greatest joy and uh, why I do what I do is seeing the ahas happen um for for others, and um it is it is just it is so rewarding. To see people um, discover, you know, bits of courage, discover they can go further. They can go, you know, farther than they thought they could. They, you know, breaking through limiting beliefs, uh, things that are holding them back. It's just, you know, it's exciting. It's just exciting. That's the, like, that human... Spirit and potential in us all. I love it when you know those. Um, I get to see demonstrations of that human potential. So um, and even you know, as big or small, you know, that it happens in so many ways. So that's the joy. And um, the greatest challenge for me <laughs> is 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 always when I um, take people through these types of adventures is uh, dealing with so many different types of personalities and and each person's journey and the things that come up for them that sometimes get, you know, projected into the group and things like that. Being that uh, present vessel that can support people through that. And um, so it's It's one of the reasons, again, that I do this. I do it for me to be able to constantly teach myself how to be more present, how to have more compassion, and finding places of my own courage.
0: Well, I I was talking with my husband the other day, and and he uh, has a fairly large company, and we were talking about human resources, and he goes, all my children, all my children, so... Sometimes all my children that are not your biological children are really difficult because you have to have that extra empathy. And and when you're leading these groups around, you're, are, you're the parent of this group. And uh, I can imagine that, that there are that those personality conflicts, meshes, excitement. You know, there's a whole lot of, of emotion wrapped up in those things. But for me, uh, that was the experience of, well, the Tinkerbell moment is the way I call it, climbing that pole. <laughs> And jumping and catching that trapeze. That was my tinkerbell moment and that is in my in me forever. <clears throat> and that is <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, the one thing that I am so grateful for that experience was that just jumping and being willing to just put yourself out there and jump and take a take a risk, take a chance. Calculated, but take a chance and know that I wasn't thinking about the harness behind me, but we all do have a harness behind us at some point and it could be the divine it could be a person or whatever but if we don't jump and take that chance to do something different we're, we're never going to move on so you've done a lot of jumping in your life and what I know you said you moved a lot but what was your vision behind what we're doing now awakening giants change makers what was your vision and when did that come to you
1: Uh, Back in 2008, I um, was part of co-founding an organization called Humanity Unites Brilliance, and um, we brought social entrepreneurs together from around the world to really do one thing, and that was to, and I say one thing even though it sounds like two, transform our own selves as we impact and transform the world. And, um, and I believe that's actually one thing because it's really like the, it, it has to start with us, right? We all here be the change, but like for real, we have to be that change in order to um, see change happen outside of us. And so I love the combination of uh, what I started doing back then, which was taking our members around the world to experience the impact that they were making with their donation dollars every single month into uh, the organization and, and giving them the opportunity to uh, get out of their own comfort zone, out of, you know, sometimes it's like being in our own home, our community, our family, even our country, is a space of comfort. And when we move out of our comfort zones and put ourselves in situations that um, we don't know, like we don't know the culture, we don't know the language, we might be seeing extreme poverty, we are being called to find deeper spaces within ourselves of compassion and service. And, and so uh, it really started back then it was back then that I knew that that would make a really exciting, entertaining, and transformational kind of TV show. And I'm a person who doesn't have a TV. I haven't had one since 1980 uh, something. But I, but I love movies. I love, I love film. I love inspiring stories. I, I love um, uh, the hero's journey. And so I knew that, you know, we could really inspire people through a media project that was focusing on people who were willing to, you know, take that step and um, show their authentic journey of transformation. Uh, And that's what became Awakening Giants. What we're, what we're launching now. And um, yeah, there's so much more I can talk about. <laughs> so
0: who, who, is, who is involved in Awakening Giants?
1: Awakening Giants is um, as, aspiring and veteran leaders, you know, people who um, most, are, most are entrepreneurs. They're um, healers, coaches, financial experts. Trainers, transformational leaders, author speakers, trainers, uh, people who humanitarians, people who are committed to uh, making a difference on the planet to helping and serving others um, and they come from all walks of life. Our youngest giant uh, onset was eighteen, our oldest giant, I believe, is seventy six or seventy seven and um everything in between you know from all different countries and the one thing that we all have in common is we know we have a purpose to make the world a better place
0: and it's one one person at a time but it is an amazing (laughs) ripple effect and i think that comes from from uh sammy from sammy sammy's ripple effect uh yeah. You know, for me, for me, flying to San Diego, I had a couple of girls from Florida that I, I was out there with. I knew them, but was instantly in the UN. You know, we had England, we had uh, a couple of girls from England, and girl, girls from all over the place. And then you guys had come in, and, and folks had been in there from Ecuador. And they, I mean, it was just amazing to me. But the people that we that we met from that week went on to be collaborative events in Europe and in the islands and in, you know, India. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just an amazing experience. And I'm sitting there going, you know, I'm this young at heart, you know, grew up in a small town in Vermont, and now I'm, well, the last time we were together, we were sitting in India and looking at, this is before the (laughs) pandemic, you know, and looking at, for me, probably the most unusual experience in my life. I mean, I've traveled around the world too, but the mm-hmm. cultural experience of being in India was sensory overload for me. But
1: oh, I love India. I can't wait to go back.
0: It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. and, and I talk to India every week because my IT team is in India. Um, but the, the meeting of the, the... I was so taken by the women and the educated women that we met they're running hospitals and, and all sorts of organizations. But then on the other hand, you know, you've got women that are oppressed and in, in small villages and the violence that is perpetrated against them is just incredible. So it opened my eyes because, you know, we all live in our own little bubble and I think so protected. And that's what I think is amazing about you and some of my, my other guests who have spent a lot of time overseas, living overseas, is that you see life from a different perspective.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, you also mentioned um, this thing about collaboration. I think this is a really important piece of Awakening Giants, and um, that specific um, trip you're talking about to India was uh, the Women's Economic Forum, and that happened through one of our giants, um, Dee Wong, who opened the door to uh, us to actually be able to have the Women's Economic Forum as part of our next season, which um, got thwarted, you know, because of the pandemic. The thing that I love about what we're doing with Awakening Giants is that collaboration that happens, that you're able to... Those, you know, people that... uh, Giants that come and are part of the location shoots... They go so deep with each other in such a short period of time, authentic, real, and raw um, experiences that they come out of that going, I want to partner with you. Like, if I'm going to partner with anybody, it's going to be somebody that (laughs) I've just had this amazing experience with and has had my back, you know, um, on a pole (laughs) or um, has, you know, um, that I've been able to raise money with. And um, and someone who has seen me, you know, break down and um, and get back up, and it really does create a real sense of um, safety. And um, so we've had lots of amazing
0: partnerships
1: happen, just like what you were saying.
0: So how do you how do you choose the locations you're going to?
1: Um, I always laugh about that because God always chooses them. I've never chosen a single one. It really happens through absolute divine intervention where I'm literally like reading a book and then, you know, all of a sudden the next day, you know, something that I read in the book all of a sudden pops up here and then I get a phone call and then I, you know, it's literally like following breadcrumbs is how I put location shoots together. Um, which is a lot more than just going, oh, let's go to Bali, or oh, let's go here, or oh, because yeah, there's a lot of places to go in the world, but what this is really about is it's a journey that we create, and um I have to say, I don't have the skill set to create that kind of epic journey, <laughs> Uh, The divine is what creates that epic journey through us, and so literally what I know and what I guarantee people when they come on these experiences is it is an experience of a lifetime, And, and that is because of the incredible, there's usually like, you know, four really incredible things that happen that we do that provide people these really unique experiences that they just can't get by going and booking a tour somewhere, or it's just, you know, that's, it, it's, um, way, way beyond that. And you can
0: attest to that. <laughs> yeah. You have a purpose. And for us, it was the Wolf connection, which was extraordinary. And mm-hmm. explain, explain some of the, uh, the causes or the, um, Organizations that you've participated with during the experiences.
1: Yeah, um, so in our pilot season, we uh, we had four location shoots on four continents. Uh, the one that you went to was uh, the San Diego shoot, and we worked there with the Wolf Connection, which was uh, just you know, beyond amazing experience to be able to be taught by wolves. I'm super excited because people will actually, when they come to our three day event that's happening in October, they're actually going to get to have part of that experience virtually Mm -hmm. being taught by wolves. It's just something that was, you know, amazing. Most of these wolves are actually rescued from people that take them out of the wild like when they're babies and they think that they can grow them to be domesticated animals, and they end up being very abused, usually, and um, not good situations. And so, most of these wolves are rescues, and uh, they're actually util- used to take at risk youth through incredible empowerment programs and, um, literally keeping them out of jail through helping them to, um, discover the different characteristics that it takes to, um, be successful being in a wolf pack. We in Ecuador, uh, brought clean water to 11, uh, villages, um, clean water is something I'm super, super passionate about. So everywhere actually we go that, that, we can affect, um, impact people with clean water. We do, whether it's our main focus or whether it's a side focus. In in Africa, uh, in Liberia, West Africa, we worked with, uh, gosh, we worked with former child soldiers. We um, did empowerment programs, educational programs. We brought clean water. Um, So, yeah, we've done a lot
0: in in just our pilot season. You ended up, you, you lived in Liberia. What took you to Liberia?
1: Yeah, so I um, met an incredible human being by the name of Kimmy Weeks. His organization, Youth Action International, has helped over 200,000 people um, in Africa, but he literally was at the age of 11, started getting on the radio in Liberia during the civil war, and um, started telling the telling everyone about the child soldiers that were being used, and that leaked out to the Associated Press. And um, President Taylor, who was the president of Liberia at the time, uh, discovered that you know he was telling on him, and uh, tried to kill him and searched for him for years and was trying to kill him. And Kimmy was finally rescued out of the country, um, smuggled out of the country uh, and brought to the U.S. where he created Youth Action International. And um, he's been just a powerful, award-winning child rights activist who's been a very close mentor and friend of mine for many, many years. So when I had the opportunity of going to Liberia, I, I fell in love with it within seconds because I uh, had never uh, – to, to meet people who have gone through such a heinous civil war and to um, have to turn around after they've literally lost everything, like can't go to school. I mean, we just went through a pandemic where you can't go to the store, you can't go to school, you can't do, you can't do anything, right? So we just we know now like how that is, but imagine that times like a hundred that happens in a civil war where literally everything's taken away from you, and then to when it's over to turn around and have to forgive your neighbor who killed you know, a family member and find a way to have peace is something that uh that inspired me to the depths of my being and I knew I had way more to learn from these people than I could ever give to them. And so that inspired me to bring, uh, I, had, I had finally moved there in 2013 to um, bring leadership and mindset principles, um, success mindset principles to teachers, um, post-war teachers there. But Before I moved there, I had been there 11 times and brought like, I don't know, eight, eight, at least eight different groups of people there because it's such a powerful, uh, such a powerful learning experience, especially for, I think, Americans. Um,
0: Well, it's interesting. My guest last week was Kathy Cray, and Kathy is very involved with uh, children and orphans, African orphans in Uganda. And uh, then a couple other gals, you know, they've worked with children in Kenya, and it all comes down to they feel like they got the call. They got a call to there. Uh, You know, their purpose was driven to take them Mm -hmm. there for the children, you know, because you can change a generation by changing the children. And I'm looking at Kimmy's picture. Kimmy is going to be one of the speakers on your virtual journey. Can you talk about that a little bit? I want to make sure people know how to how to find out about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually launching the first episodes of our pilot season for Awakening Giants through a virtual experiential three days called a Giant's Journey. It's October 8th, 9th, and 10th, and it's a free event. So everyone can watch and participate live in our private group, um, private community, and Facebook for awakening giants and um yeah it's we it have gosh uh, 20 probably 25 or so of our giants uh who were location stars that are training on our three pillars of what it takes to be an awakening giant which is courage compassion and commitment so those three days we will be diving deep, exploring aspects of courage, compassion, and commitment in our own life to be able to transform what it is that, you know, is, is just still in the way of our, you know, of our waking to that next level, that next edge of, for our own life um, and for ourselves as leaders. So, you know, I think every single person that's listening to this Uh, is a leader, can be a leader, and part of Awakening Giants is really about helping to, like, demystify leadership, recognizing that we are all leaders, whether we're leaders of our family, community, um, or in the world, and what are the things that, you know, that hold us back from that. So we'll be diving deep into those things, um, connecting with each other and, um, you know, and having a lot of fun. As I said, well, also the wolves will be joining us (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, to teach us in the event as well. Uh, Kimmy Weeks will be there as as long as as well as our giants. And um, we'll be doing some interviews as well with some of our giants, our founding members in the organization who've, you know, really um, helped to bring everything forward. So, yeah, it's going to be an incredible three days. And then on uh, the 10th, we're actually going to be sharing our first episode with everyone who's part of the event. So they'll be the absolute first people that finally get to see Awakening Giants, which has been five years in the making.
0: Well, it's been an amazing journey for you up and down. And I'm looking at the website uh, announcing a giant's journey. Click that link.
1: To get access to register.
0: Okay, well, it's going to be amazing, and I, I, I'm looking at the things that are going on. I'm like, yesterday I got an email about it. I'm like, I want to get in on this. <laughs> Said you are in on it. You're speaking. <laughs> so it is, it is really amazing, and it's like, who am I? And yeah, like, you're I don't have enough. And what am I supposed to do? Well, those are all questions we all ask. And I know that people listening to this show have big hearts, and they, they want to be able to share and care and uh, you know, totally in alignment with what you and the group are doing, Sprite.
1: Well, and what's cool about, um, and that's the other piece that I'm super excited about with um, the three-day event is that just by participating, um, people can also upgrade to um, be live with us on Zoom and be part of um, breakout rooms and one-on-one coaching sessions and things like that with the Giants, like much more interactive. And when someone upgrades, they're able to be part of our giant impact fund. So literally um, 10% of their upgrade cost goes into our impact fund. We've already raised over $100,000 for the pilot season. So they'll get to be a part of that. And if they upgrade into being a VIP ambassador, They are literally providing 100 people with clean water for 10 years. It is about impact. It is about us coming together and doing those two things, transforming ourselves and transforming the world at the
0: same time. How can people get a hold of you, Sprite, if they would like to get involved in Awakening Giants?
1: Yeah, well, they can go to AwakeningGiants.tv. So awakeninggiants.tv and click sign up and they will uh, be on our newsletter then and um, they'll get uh, in a welcome email and that welcome email will connect them immediately into our private Awakening Giants community on Facebook. And um, there'll be a link in, in that welcome email. And so that is the best way for them to get connected in and then um, so they can, they can also join our three-day event through that um, community uh, Facebook group uh, and as well as through the link that you're going to provide them on the replay. But that's, a, that's another way. And, um, yeah, that's probably the best best way for them to get a hold of me. And I'm on Facebook. I'm the only Sprite Laureano that there is on Facebook. So <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn. You can find me. And, and, and. <laughs> Absolutely,
0: it's, yeah. it's it's very interesting, and and like I said, I'm looking at the event the um, event in October, and it, and it's it's terrific because it says what potential what potential is still asleep inside of you. Let's wake it up, and then it, it says explore the three pillars of being an awakening giant, and it's courage, compassion, and commitment, the three C's that are so very strong, and we all have it in us. We all have it within us to to take that jump. And, and I'm finding too, as we do that, we say yes to things. It puts us around such wonderful people, like-minded, like-hearted. So thank you, thank you for Absolutely. all you're doing. Thank you, Sprite, for all you're doing, and for all the the Awakening Giants in the world that have awoken or have, you know want to awake. Go to AwakeningGiants.tv, and then I'll have the link to the to the show October 8th, 9th, and 10th, and It's a giant's journey. It's amazing. So Sprite, thank you for being my guest. Thank you for coming to us from Ecuador. Thank you for all you're doing around the world. And God bless you. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Stand Up and Speak Up. We are dedicated to encouraging you to remove the mask of embarrassment and to being your best self. This episode has been sponsored by BenfoComplete.com, a vitamin supplement company that supports happy and healthy hands and feet for those with neuropathy. If you or anyone you know struggles with the pins and needles and numbness in their hands and feet, check out our BenfulComplete products at BenfoComplete.com, and use the special code STANDUP for 5% discount on your purchase. Again, thanks everybody for being with us today. Go to my website, TheWomanBehindTheSmile.com for additional information and resources. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and enjoy the replays of this show and all the other great shows we've had. Have a super have a super day, everybody! And again, Sprite, thanks so very much. Appreciate you.